Sounds good. Sounds good. I think we're good. We're ready to go. Pistol fingers are back, guys. Pistol fingers are back. It's a Sunday podcast. Sunday roast podcast on a Saturday. Uh, we're swimming against the current. Fuck that shit. This is how we roll. Uh, me and my boy Aaron, A.A. Ron. So, we're rocking that shit. It's nice to see that there's a lot of people joining in. Hello to Brazil as well. Uh, there we go. Boy Loops is on the call. Pistol finger that shit all the way to number 20, man. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> What's up, babish? There we go. Oh, yeah, let's fuck, do this. Fuck's sake, yeah. You know, f- funny thing, I uh, I just realized I haven't really um, set my phone for do not disturb, Uh-oh. which is amazing. Oh, well, let's see what happens. Uh, it's a special occasion today, so I bought uh, balloons. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have some left. Wait, I can do this as well. <laughs> Headphone warning for everybody. Anyway, welcome um, to n- podcast twenty. Number episode. fucking twenty, man. Our um, twenty scissor. I little uh, 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 our little podcast turned twenty. It's wow. amazing. It's really nice. I, I feel I feel super cool about it. Uh, you know, if someone does I think, sample that sound, like, go ahead. Yeah, I'll and make a splash and beat out of it, please. And uh, we're going to do, like, a beat composition. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you have enough lo-fi samples and uh, bird chipping in there. And then uh, the winner gets um, one release with my label and one release with Aaron's label. Uh, yeah. We're only going to keep 80% of the royalties this time. We're giving the rest to... to to charity. <laughs> exactly, as you should, because you know what? Fuck labels, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's been a while. It's been a while. You have to catch up on. I feel like a lot, but at the same time, nothing. Well, it's it's gonna be a little bit of a mix of. This is like this is a celebratory. Uh, podcast so any, every anything goes i mean i did ask people to uh send me their questions if they had any uh but um i, I didn't really actually check them so well yeah once more being that tit that i am oh pardonne, what is for the do you speak spanish too pablo is that si senor no 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 Yo, um, yo hablo, yo hablo español, pero entiendo un poco. So, like most, like 50%. percent. Uh, entiendo los pala- las palabras males, which is the important ones. You need to know the bad, qu- the bad words because con somebody gas. like con gas, <laughs> con queso, <laughs> jamón, <laughs> Barcelona. <laughs> That, that, that was the one thing that I was told to learn before we, I went to Spain for the first time, which is to ask for water without bubbles. <laughs> uh, 
uh, <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend who was like uh, I had a British friend uh, a co-worker who was like we made like super fun uh, super super fun like when we went the 10th degree today bloody hell what 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 does the 10th degree mean like someone's already like putting the screws in they're, they're asking they're grilling you they are roasting you on a Sunday roast no, it's just like Fardone is like asking like, so why Pueblo Vista two Spanish words? Um, yeah, these are two Spanish words that make absolutely no sense grammatically put put together. But um, I like I like the way they sounded and they were easier to pronounce. Anyway, uh, enough of your <laughs> stupid questions. <laughs> we got a we got a podcast to run here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like. I'm sorry. We we talked about that stuff like 20 podcasts before. Uh, so I, yeah, what's up? Yeah, I think we did. I, I can't remember. Yeah, that. we definitely go, did go some sort of like up. an introduction. Yeah, exactly. Fuck's sake, subscribe, follow us. Make sure you leave a review. We need to bypass all the other um, podcasts so we can get a fucking sponsor. Finally, we need to pay the bills, man. Come on. <laughs> um. Yeah, where to start? Where to start? Yeah, I think we um I hyped up a lot of people saying that this is going to be like a pretty um pretty 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 extreme good podcast. It's probably going to be shit, but it's definitely we're going to try our best as always. Um yeah, where to start? Um I would like to I would like us if if you want to yeah, kind of kind of like um introduce a new segment or basically like change up the format a little bit in the sense of um, i've been listening to a lot to um a podcast from a couple of friends of mine co-workers who are fucking book nerds and writers at the same time so they started this sort of like literature podcast where they actually read in read from books and talk about it and i find it extremely soothing and calming um i'm not really sure what the name of the podcast is yet because like they just keep changing it up <laughs> well uh yeah so basically the, the the title of the podcast is a uh, dog girl dog girl diaries ben and matthew's literature program this is what it's called um and anyway uh, and and they ask each other in the beginning what they are consuming like uh maybe like in terms okay. of books or music or stuff so i would i would like to have that in you know for us here in the sense of we, uh, instead of like doing like um shameless selfless promo like oh we released this thing and check this out like with you know it's a little bit eh. uh maybe we start like uh with that like what what we are listening to or what we're reading to or yeah i mean we're oh, I'm, okay. i personally yeah so would you like episode 20 we're trying to do something serious <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Welcome to the Sunday Roast Podcast number 20, where we get serious. <laughs> no, that's, no, I, I like that, actually. I like talking about myself a lot, so, um, yeah. so that works. Who doesn't, right? Well, I mean, who, who mm. wants to jump in first? Um, I don't know. Well, this is where it just gets awkward, isn't it? Well, no, no, it doesn't. Like, uh, can you just, you know, what are you consuming right now? Like, um, Mostly, well... It's been a little bit rough the past maybe couple of weeks because Haley's been for surgery, so things yeah. have kind of been, um, you know, just just derailed while I'm, I'm like looking after her and stuff, and you know, I'm finding myself like working in the bedroom like from bed and stuff, which has been quite nice. But at the same time, yeah. I'm very, um, 
I have to be in the right environment to really sort of get into everything. Um, I, I mean, on the not last week, but the week before's uh, playlist um, updates, <laughs> they were done from the back of a car in a car park. <laughs> so there's me just in, in a car, just listening. That was, mate, that was the most bizarre time. But um, yeah, that was good. Mate, that just this this is just this the a showing of your commitment in Absolutely. what you do. Exactly. Fuck, like who does that shit? apparently me but um no in terms yeah. of like music consumption it's gone down a little bit but um i say well i post on my twitter i have a little bot that posts what i listen to every week because it tracks it with last fm um yeah. and do you know what this week what did i i know i decided to listen to specifics rather than just bung bung in a playlist on i mm-hmm. I, I revisited um childish excuse me childish gambino's latest album the the one that's that's the date was it 13 what is it? Uh, 3, 15, 20 because, okay. you know um, yeah. I've been wanting to give it a chance again, I kind of feel like, you know, I'm pretty pretty versed with, with camp and because the internet and uh, Waking My Love, but I never really, it kind of came out and I think because of the way that he released it which was just like, surprise, here's an album um, I didn't really listen to it a lot, so I was like, Do you know what, I want to listen to that and then I just kind of bunged through my release radar. There was um, a new, in her own words, album and a new Memphis Mayfire album. So I listened to that. Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, just my little heavy metal nerd self. And obviously I was yeah. listening to Bunny Hug Beats a lot. That was something that I'm not being coerced by a fucking message on Facebook right now from Griffin. <laughs> so you love that you guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and I, okay. I'm reading more as well. Um, no. I, I've been committed myself to reading a lot more this year. I'm reading a book called. Let me try and find out what that's called because. Oops. And let me see. I, I try. See, this is the, this is the thing that I do now. And I think this is a testament to the way you think that we're living now. Everything I do it, I track. Yeah. So, like I have a Goodreads account that tracks what I'm reading. I have a Last of oh, account that, that fuck's sake. you know, that tracks what I'm listening to. Such a nerd, man. Like that guy cannot really do anything without a fucking app or a tracker for fuck's sake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm a 20, 21st century kid. Millennial. Um, I'm, I'm reading a book called We Hunt the Flame, which is kind of like a um Middle Eastern fantasy book. Yeah. It's it's new for me. I mean the last book I read was fucking horrid. Okay. Uh, and that was a pain to get through because it just made no sense. And that was the Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. And that wasn't fun. Okay. That was basically about some What was it about, yeah? It was about people in a retirement home trying to solve a murder. So like a, a bunch of seniors then? Yeah. Oh, I can see. I can see the fun in that. Yeah, it was, but it just wasn't written very well. It, okay. Like, <laughs> I, it, there, there was a lot of um, like there was characters being introduced left, right, and center. There was plot points that were being thrown like here, there, and everywhere. And it was just that there was a lot with not a lot of substance, and I just didn't really rate it that well. So okay. Now I'm just reading this uh, We Hunt the Flame book, and it's it's all right. You know, it's um. I don't really read fantasy that much, so... Yeah, 
No, I, I'm I'm, bas- I'm a really bad person when it comes to reading. Like I barely read nothing. Like the the thing that I read, that I've been reading, and then because of work and stuff, like paused it a little bit. Is um, it's the Dilla time basically. Yeah. I I haven't finished it yet. I'm like halfway through. Um, I have like a couple of suggestions from from. <clears throat> basically the podcast of my friends that I'm listening to there's like quite a quite interesting story a short story from uh, a writer uh, called Tom but T-H-O-M Jones called the called the pugilist at rest which is like just the title got me a little bit uh, I, I didn't know what the pugilist is and then I found out that it's like the, the wrestler basically the fighter or something like that so it's quite interesting it's like short stories so I may I may or may not um get a, a super influenced by it and start reading short stories i don't know i, I find it like very cool though um i've been wanting to get i got i downloaded like david goggins's book which is like that crazy guy who was like a super uh loser type fat big and fat marine dropout school dropout kind of person and he's become like some some i don't know bigger than than life personality i don't know if you heard of him david no, goggins yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, could be maybe like some motivational videos and stuff. He's like, he's like running, like he's, he ran like an ultra marathon before he ran his first marathon kind of thing. Like he ran a hundred miles before he ran like a marathon, which is like insane. Yeah. Um, anyway, and I find it like quite motivational for me too, because I started like running again. <laughs> Batman wants to burn some fat. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, and from like um, music-wise, I've been uh, I've been listening a lot to uh, one of my favorite rappers out there, Action Bronson Bronson's latest album, aka uh, uh, what is it, Young Baklava. <laughs> I find it like hilarious that he calls himself Baklava. I've <laughs> uh, been listening to a lot of Kendrick Lamar lately as well. I don't know. I find it like. I haven't yeah. really listened. I like yeah. Kendrick Lamar is a really interesting one for me because it is. It I is, was yeah. introduced to him with with Damn, which I know isn't really. I from what I've heard is not really his best like work, and it's like not really. to listen to Pimp a Butterfly. Um, but I just I don't really. I, I wouldn't say resonate because obviously I'm not going to resonate with with a um, with yeah. The rapper. It, yeah, like that. But I don't know. I just don't. Like, I just don't enjoy. I, I didn't enjoy it. And you know, he released the the single for this album, and I was like, to be honest, like, so this is something that, that's always been that Haley's always pointed out to me is that I'm very much yeah. a, a music person. I will listen mm-hmm. to the music over lyrics, and I won't really, yeah, you know, dive into what the lyrics are. You know, she's very surprised when I actually recite lyrics back. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I was listening to the single and, and then I found it really amateur and I'm probably going to get absolutely murdered saying that, but listening to the, to the single, um, What's it felt, the single for, for the album that he just released, what he, he dropped a single like a week before. Ah, the one yeah. that, that does the, the deep fake kind of like face morphing yeah. thing and it's like, oh yeah, that, like I think that, that was, that kind of like, um, this was what caught my attention i was like fuck you know i'll give it a chance let's let's listen to it because i i when the that single dropped i just wanted to see the video yeah how how 
good the deep fake uh, face morphing thing was like i was like and then the second third time i started paying attention to the lyrics and i was like ah okay like i got messages and stuff so yeah, yeah. so like I, I was listening to it and to me it was like the instrumental was all right and the lyrics came in and the you know the vocal flow felt like someone had just put a hip-hop track on and was just kind of like rapping over the top i know that's kind of the fundamentals of what rap is but it didn't yeah, yeah. they didn't kind of match and i was like this sounds really odd it doesn't sound wrong. it was yeah yeah it sounded a little bit like offbeat or like yeah off yeah yeah, yeah i know what you mean but I, like, I think that's that's the purpose of it though yeah kind of and then the hype around like the album coming out was you know i just didn't i didn't listen to it straight straight up um and then mm. kind of what what made me <laughs> even more not want to listen to it was just all of these fucking memes popping up about like oh for fuck's sake yeah they just the, went banned the kendrick lamar reddit is, <laughs> is giving you instructions on how to listen to it and you know i used to have a friend that that liked kendrick yeah. lamar and, and i was like oh and, you know i don't really like it like you know yeah. it wasn't good and, and i've always yeah. had people that have kind of been making excuses from like oh well you just don't understand the lyrics you don't understand the flow you need to listen to it like in a silent padded room with oh, the temperature at fucking 26 degrees music to me is just music you listen to it you like yeah. it you don't listen if you don't like it you don't listen to it exactly exactly it's exactly. the same with kanye like i don't really like kanye no and you know his who does these days necessarily i don't know. that fact <laughs> But that being said, yeah. I was very much on the wall with Tyler the Creator as well. At first, because I like Childish Gambino, I was really into like camp and stuff, and you yeah. know, Spotify was constantly like, "Oh well, if you like Childish Gambino, you'll love Tyler." And I was like, "Okay, I gave you know, well, gave him a yeah, chance. I'll give it a chance, yeah." And at first, I couldn't yeah. stand his voice; like, it didn't. Again, that was another thing that didn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the more I kind of do you know I get the argument that's like I'll just listen to it more and listen to it more and you'll, you'll get it yeah. and, you know since then I've kind of fallen in love with Tyler and, and I've listened you know he's become one of my top artists of like all time yeah um, a bit at first yeah and I, I just couldn't I just didn't get it I was like his voice just doesn't doesn't work but yeah you listen to it and it works but yeah <laughs> I think I think eventually it grows on you. Like for me, I've 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 noticed like myself. I'm just uh, I went into this place where I don't actively want to listen to any new stuff. Like I would just listen to uh, my old favorite bands and stuff. Like I would I would like on my free time, <laughs> I would just listen to a lot of uh, Metallica because yeah. like I I grew up with that. It's it's something that um, I'm I'm not like I'm also like not a big fan of trying things so and because and like i i feel like my time has become so precious to me in the sense of i don't know getting older or whatever so i don't really want to waste any time doing stuff or this and that like and all the additional free time i will you know after work and music or i would just devote it to my girls and yeah. that's it so even the, the that like maybe like one hour 30 minutes of me listening to something i'm just gonna open it up spotify apple music likes like fucking metallica play and then i'm just like 
humming because I know all the fucking lyrics. Like I don't, I, I cannot recite everything like that just now. But as soon as the, the first note comes in, yeah. you just remember everything. Like that's it. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm lame like that. But, um, I, I love nothing more than finding new shit. Like, I will actively yeah. spend... I probably yeah. spend more time finding music to listen to than actually listening to it. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, I, I really like discovering new stuff and it's 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 interesting. Especially because there's, there's a new wave of, um, like, new metal that's happening at the moment that I am, yeah. like, fully fucking into. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm down for that. It's good. I like it. I like looking for new music. And surprisingly enough, we don't listen so much of the the stuff that we actually release because I think there's a lot of people who uh, might think that this is what we do all day or whatever. But for me, I I actively try to not listen to stuff other than the releases or whatever because I think eventually you just um, develop some sort of like... Uh, It's like as if as if part of my brain is kind of like blocking out all the yeah. low frequencies. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, it it's sounds like, the same. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to listen to it anymore. I want to be surprised or whatever. I think that's yeah. why the past I have to say six months when it comes to curation and releases, I've started to slowly but surely changing it up a little bit. Like, I I look for more. For more elements in what comes out like what do you put out i mean i i know that i'm more into the sleepy laid-back side as well however there's something of like a little oomph that i'm looking yeah. into before anything else. but anyway well, we're, um we're, kind of, we're both pretty much just on the same page with that one like we're looking yeah. for that kind of uniqueness like exactly <laughs> We, we've gotten to a point now where, you know, unfortunately, yeah. kind of lo-fi is starting to sound the same, and that's partially the reason why I'm not really listening to it that much anymore. Like, the only yeah. time that I kind of listen to it is when um, I put on my playlist. So, you know our um, Smarter Playlist thing that we use? I've created, yeah. um, I've created a formula that basically puts my release radar daily mix, all of my daily mixes, and my Discover Weekly into one playlist, yeah. and it, it refreshes it every day. And oh, that's nice. kind of the only time that I listen to lo-fi is when it comes on, if I put that playlist on. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it's it's nice for it to come on in between everything else that I listen to. Like, so yeah. today the playlist has got uh, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Panucci's Pizza, Ocean Grove, Block Party, but then it's got like Behind Clouds, Soft Eyes, uh... Who else? I'm guessing that's yeah, that's Lo-Fi sincerely. Um, so yeah, it's HM Surf. You know, the, the, it's nice to kind of mix it in with you know like Memphis Mayfire and and Usla and Kill Switch Engage and stuff like that. Because speaking of like, oh, sorry, uh, speaking of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Did yeah. you see that Flea is doing a, it has a role in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series? I didn't because I don't. I'm oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Why is dude. this becoming such a thing you fucking podcast? <laughs> I don't listen no, to I was, the I was, I was personally. I don't watch I, <laughs> You're shocked. 
<laughs> Dude, me, I, I was, I was never really like a big fan of Star Wars, like especially this, the you know episodes four to six, like the super old stuff, and you know maybe episode two, the that it revolted around like a fucking Jedi, or Jedi, or princess, or Jedi, like the whole fucking episode two was like that, where young Darth Vader falls in love with his. There's a lot of incest in Star Wars, isn't there? I think, <laughs> I think, but I, I'm. I'm just happy that finally, like more or less, the the, um, the what is it? Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! What do I want to say? Like the 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 lore of the universe is being explored. You know, like you see, like how everything else goes. It's not like a because because it's such a fucking infinite world. Like everybody was interested. Like and you saw that with the Mandalorian, and now Obi Wan like really blow up. I think it broke a couple of records as well. Like the top viewed ever series to launch or some shit like that um no but anyway this is like you know this is a little bit of a parenthesis because you mentioned red hot chili peppers and yeah. i was like oh fa flea was in fucking obi-wan kenobi damn and he plays a bad guy because i mean he is like a fucking baddie <laughs> yeah. no, no. oh well good for him man good for him yeah, uh, anyway, I don't, I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> okay, it's hard for me to say I don't like it. I haven't watched it, and it's kind. Of, you know that no. meme that's um, Chris Pratt that's like, oh, I haven't watched Star Wars, and at this point, I'm too too embarrassed to ask type thing. Like, I feel like it's gone too far, and I just don't know where to start. Like, do I watch the movies in, yes. in release order? Do yeah, I watch yeah. the movies in episode order? Would that make sense going from like yeah. a 2022 yeah. movie to one that's in the 1970s? Like, dude, if you want to like watch it now, like I definitely agree with you. It has definitely gone too far. Like now, it's almost like virtually impossible to watch it in the, yeah. let's say, chronological order according to the Star Wars universe. Because it's like there's like the there's the animated series that there's a lot of stuff that where is this place? This is place between the Mandalorian and the Episode X or whatever. It's not. Nah. Um, but yeah, I definitely like, especially now. I feel this the exact same way with uh, the Marvel universe. Like, there's so many fucking Marvel movies now. It's it's impossible. Like, I was the other day. I was like, oh man, maybe I'll watch like some you know action like superhero movie. I was on Netflix, and then I just you know type Marvel or whatever, and then you have like Endgame oh, I, I and this game, and and I was like, and I was like, fuck, like what do I watch? Um, but anyway, I'm meanwhile that, while we're talking, I'm trying to think was... of a segue. That, no, that was Sorry. one that we were late to the party to as well. Like we, I just ended up going on Wikipedia and looking at the order of the, the movies that were released. Okay. And that kind okay. of We ended up having a, just a big like I think it was like a three three day weekend session of watching from oh, Iron okay. Man to I think we ended up getting to one of the later Thors and then we caught up. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like what it. like there's like four Iron Mans, right? Three or four? Yeah, I, exactly. Again, I'm just a, I'm like a normie consumer when it comes to like Marvel stuff. Like, I'm a fan of it. I enjoy watching it, but I'm not gonna sit there and be like, "What actually?" I mean, it, I'm, I'm also not gonna like. <laughs> I think like it was like one of the first times that I sat with uh, to watch like Marvel and uh, the Marvel Universe like on in the theater, and then. Like the movie is that it's you know movie ends everybody's like getting up whatever and I have like one of my super nerdy friends like sit your ass back down there's like shit after the credits roll I'm like okay like fuck like what the hell like relax and and you have to like sit like fucking for like 15 minutes until all the red the credits roll and you're like oh, what's what's happening now it's like some yeah 
Oh, okay. No, to be honest, that, that's the only time I did do that. It was when we went, I went to watch Deadpool with someone and they, the credits came up and I was like, no, there's, like, sit down, there's something. There's, there's yeah. shit coming up. Yeah. No, uh, no, I'm not hugely into it. I think it was, God, what did it? Because it's so long between movies, that yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm not going to say it for those that haven't watched it, but there were, there. Yeah. it took me ages to kind of remember whether certain people had died or not from different movies mm. uh, wait isn't why, why isn't this person here wait what yeah. happened to this person again yeah yeah, yeah. and it, you know it takes so long um but we, uh. it's good that, that i mean the spider-man movies are good they're, they're really fun um yeah it's nice yeah, of I mean... sony to let them kind of come along and do something about it yeah no it's 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 i think while all that shit is happening i just find myself getting older and i just don't have the same excitement as with when when the first iron man came out i was like fuck iron man yeah and like and i was like there's a marvel movie that's like morbius is out and you're like okay like okay like this there's a movie that i definitely recommend that you watch if you haven't seen already yeah. It's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh yeah, I think I I think I think you either mentioned this before or I've noticed it somewhere or both. Uh, I have mentioned it before, I only watched it like the other day. Yeah. But no, that that's yeah. uh, that's a really fucking fun movie. And yeah. I fell in love with it for the most random reason. Um okay. and it's so it's a, a movie that explores like multiverses. We're watching it, and one yeah. of the uh, one of the characters says um, says two lines, and I then turned to Haley and I was like, "Oh, if he was to follow that up with something else, that would yeah. be the lyrics to this song." Just, uh-huh. just completely okay. in, in in passing, I was like, "That they're the ex- I'm like they're the exact same lyrics to this song." And I didn't think anything else of it. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. You're and then nerd. the next minute, it goes into a different universe. And on the radio in the background, I swear I'm hearing the song. I'm like, this, <laughs> this is that song. Shit. But it wasn't right. And I was like, it, this is the song, but it doesn't sound the same, but it is the same. So rather than, you know, waiting to yeah to watch the rest of the movie there's me just fucking on my phone like is this in the <laughs> film and it turns out that the creators of the movie got in contact with the with the band nine days the singer from it okay and basically said look i i used i wrote this down completely yeah. just like not thinking anything it was like hold on a minute these two lines are familiar yeah. Realised that it was the song, got in contact with them, was like, would you be interested in working with us to make three versions of this song so we can uh-huh. play it in different universes? Oh, that is like, that's yeah. very creative, actually. Like that's that. super cool. And then, yeah, and that yeah. just made me absolutely like love the film even more because I'm like, wow, that's, that's so cool. Um, and you can find the different, but like, there's only two choruses for two of the main choruses for two of the versions, and then they, they did okay. a full version of the one that I heard on the radio. Um, but they're only you can only listen to them via an article on Mashable. Um, but I'm not gonna. Oh, okay. If, if you want to watch the movie, then I wouldn't recommend looking that up first. Because there was you know some, I will now. Spoilers in you you know I will now. That's but that's you know what, what I'm gonna shit do. Like that, the creativity around. Yeah. The most tiniest little thing 
that I think is just really, really good. I love creativity like that. It's just so it's so unique and interesting. This is like this is like lo-fi, basically. No, I'm trying to find a segue, man. But anyway, fuck it. Um, it is, it is, it is, it is. But again, like I just want to give, I, I just want to give something to the people because I think they're just like, uh, they, 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 there were some expectations. Of, I had a lot of people ask me, I was like, oh, what are you guys gonna talk about? I was like, I don't know, just join, you know, and see. But or you can listen to it afterwards. But um, uh, no, I don't know, I don't know. How, let's just say this. I think um, I'm, I'm. I'm extremely uh, uh, fascinated by by the way that um, well, first of all, I'm I'm super happy that we we have spent twenty times two hours, like almost four hundred hours, talking about shit, uh, yeah. predominantly about music, and it's great that you know there's like stuff keep happening. For me personally, um, there's not much stuff happening live, or let's say um, synchronously, because I just don't follow anybody, but. Yeah. At the last, you know, I think the last couple of months or whenever I started, like, whenever I unfolded everybody, I started getting, like, the news. I got them initially from you. Perdomo, like, oh, this happened or this happened, which was, like, super great. Yeah. So I can just react on them, which is, like, nice. Um, and then and then I started, I started getting it from other people as well. Like, I would just get random screenshots, like, oh... Yeah. What about this and this happened and that happened and i was like shit like what's that so i find it like super cool and then exodus is like um throw some shit on it or or talk shit about it and definitely one of the uh uh one of the things that i heard uh that the uh, i think what was it that it's it was something that you shared with me uh two days ago basically uh right. it was like a screenshot and this was something that we covered in i think in Episode 18, or was it 17, where we were talking about independent releases and fuck <laughs> labels and all we're that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going with uh, the story that is more fresh in my brain right yeah. now. I made a little list of the, of the stuff, but uh, but let's go. Uh, and and um, uh, I just got so excited <laughs> that I had to post something. And I'm... I'm I'm finding myself like very eager to um, start using the the soundtrack to curb your enthusiasm even more. I find it very fitting to whatever is happening on that that aspect. So yeah, um, we talked about it a lot, specifically on that uh, episode. Um, there's a lot of people that uh, got it, a lot of people didn't get it. Uh, nevertheless, it's like it, it only takes you like five minutes to look online and uh, you get the picture. Uh, nevertheless, there was like, yeah, the, the news you shared with me was very related to that. Yeah. So we went back into uh, our, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, what it was. I'm losing my words today. I'm so excited about it. Um, our investigative <laughs> journalism, we just tapped in into that and yeah. uh, did a little bit of a crawl up on 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 the interwebs like on instagram profiles spotify's whatever apple music and shit like that and um i was not surprised <laughs> find that the, basically the the situation that we would that we have been talking about did not really improve in the sense of uh there were like more yeah what would it exactly there's like more and more people because uh, we we saw basically a, a wave 
of people start talking about independent releases and this and that that it would it kind of like uh added up um i don't know if 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 uh that specific podcast that we listened to that specific interview kind of like made this happen which I, i'm i pretty i don't think so because it's like the platform is not that big um but as soon as that thing happened we started seeing more and more people uh talking about it like oh yeah you should release more independent and do this and do that yeah. but it was like a curb your enthusiasm thing dun, 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 because it, it never really <laughs> happened like it's it's one one thing to talk about shit and another thing to do them so yeah and we saw that this situation basically <laughs> <laughs> didn't really change. So it was the same shit, uh, and I had to post something about it. I got I got very interesting responses. Yeah. Um, one of them uh, one of them was like, oh, um, uh, somebody did mention to me like I I, I was like it's like oh chill beats is a label i was like yeah but i wasn't talking about the label though even though that's quite interesting yeah i was gonna say about something yeah that's that's reminding me of something else yeah first i think i think what what threw them off was basically the fact that uh for some reason my autocorrector capitalized the first letter so i saw it after i was like oh yeah i can see how you can you know get confused about that but on the other hand, nobody's really talking about the, that that chill beats as a label at the, lately, so it's whatever. Um, and then and then I got a, another interesting response where like we were talking about um, uh, basically with another label, and uh, again, you know, for uh, privacy sake and for whatever sake, I'm not providing platform to anybody, so I'm not gonna say who it is. Fuck you. <laughs> it's <what> it is. <laughs> uh, I got into a discussion with. I, I'm usually. I mean, you know me. I don't really. Um, engage into that stuff anymore or i'm more like the the one punch man like i would just say something and that's it um so i got a, a pretty interesting approach uh on on yeah uh that i was i was you know right to say that ha 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 like this sort of like positive reaction i know you had something like that in the in the past not with that specific person but with another label um and then they go into some sort of like i don't know like it, it went into some sort of like explanatory position like oh this is why i do and this is what we do and blah 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 to which i did not really agree because you cannot really say yeah uh i don't really care if these people you know if they're dick writers or stream chasers but if they're good musicians i will you know release them on my label and i just said sure you know you do you it's definitely like i what you're saying I said that what is said it's a little bit contradictory and I cannot really follow it however the difference is that I do not endorse that kind of behavior so as my principle as a an, a label it's like if somebody's like a, a dick rider or a, a cloud chaser or a stream chaser or whatever and he wants to get the numbers and whatnot because we can definitely see what happens to the people who attempted after the whole after the cowgirl gate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what happened to the people who you know attempt to release on uh, independently i mean and the, the stuff that comes out with, with bigger labels um so yeah mine was like my take is like yeah i just don't uh, i just don't 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 release these people like even if they come to me right now and they say hey here i got like five albums ready to go i'm like no like um, i respect what you do do i um, 
whether I approve it or not is completely irrelevant. I mean, everybody knows that I don't, but it's relevant maybe to them. Yeah. But I would not want to include, you know, that kind of an artist on my label. I'd much rather focus on unknown artists or younger artists, like, in, you know, show them the way or, or the lay of the whatever, or like show them the ropes and shit like that. And then hopefully, you know, we can get them enough streams, like they can get picked up or maybe they get another chance or yeah hey, what the hell like we live in the editorial age so fucking maybe they can get an editorial and everybody's happy and they can have a few beers and that's that um and then the discussion continued but you know i'm usually like i said before you know me i'm like a one punch man i would just say my thing and then i'll probably leave you i'll probably leave you on scene yeah like get yeah. a dick like whatever like it, it is what it is like i mean no disrespect but everybody I, I don't really want to engage like and then oh, it, be, it becomes this weird like passive aggressive oh let me explain like no 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 it's okay like I'm, I'm not I, I have made up my mind before you even you know respond to a story of mine I get it yeah. you know you want to respond go ahead but at least try to keep it <laughs> not reasonable I guess because <laughs> it's like you're telling me about oh you agree with me and yeah these artists are fun ha 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 and then I'm like yeah but you have them on your label releasing stuff so like yeah, <laughs> and then you're like yeah but if they're good then and they're not some scam like i mean sure i don't think that uh a lo-fi fruit artist is going to submit anything to any any label <laughs> so. no but it's this is like <laughs> it's probably gonna sound so absolutely like obnoxious but i feel like we've kind of We've come along with this fucking podcast and we yeah. talk so much shit and bring like things to light that not necessarily many people no, yeah. kind of are aware of. And that's kind of from since we've been doing this, and like I said, this could sound super obnoxious. I found that people have tried to follow suit. So they're like posting yeah. stories, they're mm. calling out, they, they feel more willing to to like diss on labels and stuff that are shit um but at the same time like don't be sitting there and kind of yeah that you're, you're right or whatever and then kind of turn around and be like but i help facilitate that <laughs> like you can't sit there and be like oh yeah i fucking hate like stream chases or those that only go for big playlists and, and monthly listeners or whatever but if they've got good music i'll let them do it anyway it's like what's the point like you're just making it worse for everyone but exactly hey ho but yeah it's, i think it's hilarious that we have these people that jump on podcasts and are like independence the way to go um, yay but then they release with chill beats yeah. college music yeah. sleeve tales acrylic uh yeah avery uh dust collectors who are once again back at their shit tricks <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs> oh yeah dust so, collectors, so yeah, uh, I heard that just asked earlier how how do i you know yeah. stay informed yeah. on this kind of stuff um and yeah i quickly responded saying that i'm nosy i'm i'm everywhere yeah. <laughs> to, to Aaron, guys, sense. Aaron I'm... is in so many fucking chats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in group chats. I'm in discords. I follow, I follow a lot of people on Instagram. Like, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I scrub yeah. through stories. Yeah, unlike it's, me. Yeah. It, well, I think it's, it's 
See, this is the funny thing. It's not like I'm just sitting here waking up one day and being like, right, today's today's the day to go investigating. Yeah. It's like shit just shit just comes across. Like exactly. On, yeah. Twitter's the fucking worst place, but I'm on oh, there. Oh um, I mean, since the last, uh, everything's kind of coming along, coming to me now. Um, but like, since the last podcast, so much has fucking happened. Like, dust yeah. collectors are being shit again. They're they're not paying people um they're just releasing shit and not sorting out the the splits um okay what else uh i mean what? the new label that i showed you the other day which is the oh God. the the first ever lo-fi centric label yes let's talk about that let's just you know <laughs> keep it keep it out there so we get back to it <laughs> um then the so i am the moderator of um of the Lo-Fi Family Facebook group, and the oh, the God. admin of which is is maybe still in here. So I, I might not be the moderator <laughs> after this, but I'm finding the most hilarious thing coming from some people because there are, there are questions that you have to kind of answer for us to let you in. Um, Please tell us is, what the first question is. One of yes. them is, what is your favorite? Who is your favorite Lo-Fi producer? There are so drum many, roll please. So many people have come along and said Lo-Fi Girl is their favorite <laughs> is their favorite Lo-Fi producer. <laughs> <laughs> now no, like, I get it. I totally oh, get no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Like I get it that Lo-Fi Girl has kind of become Do you know what though? Draw beats off is not too far off. I'm pretty sure someone no. has also said that Lo-Fi Fruits no. is one of their favorite producers. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But I get it. They've created this brand yeah. that is synonymous yeah. with Lo-Fi Beats. Yeah. And that's why I find it hilarious, these fucking artists that are thanking their fans on their fucking stories because they release with Lo-Fi Girl and have like two and a half million followers. Uh, not followers. <laughs> they don't have any followers. Two and a half million fucking monthly listeners. <laughs> it's just like two, two, no, two and a half. Who you are? They think you're Lo-Fi Girl. <laughs> oh no! Even worse, they think that you collab with Lo-Fi Girl, so you can get the streams. <laughs> no, that's what that's we 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 understand that. You know, you're working with Lo-Fi Girl to get the streams. Oh and, god! Uh, oh god! Oh god! You know, it, it's, it's hilarious though. But, it's hilarious. Like I said, I'm not sitting there kind of like snooping out this drama. It kind of, it all just, there are pe people are talking about it now. That I think that's the, the really exciting thing. Um, people are, are happy to talk about like things that happen. Yes. What kind of, and, and that's good. People should be talking about yeah, they should. their experiences with labels, whether good or bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, people definitely. shouldn't be... Um, I I'm not, not going to say afraid because I think that's a bit of an extreme word. They, they shouldn't be wary. I think that's a better word of, of, exactly. um, yeah. of speaking out against labels that aren't doing yeah. the job that they should be doing. That's great. What kind of frustrates me though on the back end of this is artists that kind of then come along and think they, they're like a bigger mouthpiece for, for labels and being like, well, you shouldn't be going with any label that can't guarantee you a uh, hundred million streams. A oh month. yeah, and it's that's, like that's, uh... no label should be able to guarantee that. And if they are, yeah. 
there's something weird going on there. Um, exactly. As we've said before with previous releases that we've had, like some will completely su- surprise us. Others that we like think, oh yeah, this is going to go really well, that just maybe doesn't. Um, and again, it depends on whether the creators are feeling it. Um, and as a, this is a question that I'm going to direct to you as a label that is getting um, yeah. more success with editorial, even you can confirm that that's not guaranteed either. Like hundred percent, you can't say that. All right, yeah, okay, you maybe have success every other week with, with editorial at this point. Like, congrats, yeah. like that's that's totally awesome. Yeah. But that's not necessarily a guarantee. So there's no way that I don't I don't think it's correct that someone can sit there and be like, oh, if a label isn't getting you a hundred thousand streams in a month, then they're not worth going with. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, streams are just a portion of what you should be doing and exploring with a label. Um, yeah. This is this is actually a discussion I was actually having last night with our favourite guy sat in the hula hoops. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 he, he probably won't mind me saying this, but he's been really just fucking demotivated by just kind of the 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 landscape of lo-fi at the moment, which is oh, yeah. heavily relying on playlists and. You know, yeah. he kind of feels like he. Sh- I mean, he posted on his stories yesterday. He's like playlists, playlisting and chasing playlists sucks. And while I get what he's saying, I disagree with that. That's just unfortunately become a part of yeah the pro- the promotion and, and, and marketing um, side of music. It's this artist development thing that everyone should be really focusing on, creating their brand, creating their their unique selling point. I guess something mm-hmm. that that kind of uh, brings people to you that isn't just your music. I mean, yes, your music should be enough to kind of, you know, give you an edge. But at the same time, we we are we should all be well aware that, that lo-fi is passive listening. People are coming more and more attuned to listening to moods, um, and they don't necessarily. I mean, again, going back to the point that people think lo-fi girl is a producer. So we need to work on making ourselves more appealing to you know the average listener not just with mm. our music but with our with our personalities with our with our online presence with our, our marketing creativity with with yes. something more than just like the music is so uh, let's put it in a, a more, more sort of um i guess dumb dumb perspective if you're mm. if you're out on the high street and yeah. see see a shop that's you, you've got two shops one of them's like really fucking fancy and looks really modern really posh really kind of well well done and they're selling yeah. records and then you've got just this fucking store that doesn't even look like it's open and they're selling <laughs> records chances yeah. are you're gonna go to the one that looks swanky than the one that looks run down and uh, is it open you know, or I guess you know, mm. like I don't know. Maybe you experienced this when you when you lived in the UK. But you've got like your sort of modern bars and pubs that you can just go in and sit down and have a drink. But then you've got yeah. your local pubs that you walk in and everyone just goes fucking silent and stares at you as soon as you walk <laughs> in. Like yeah, the, you're going to go to yeah. the one that you can just walk in and get a table and, and enjoy yourself. The one that you're going to walk into and everyone's just going to fucking stop and you're hearing like knives and forks clack on plates as a it just goes dead and everyone's staring at you. You're not going to really want to go back in there, are you? Yeah, That's definitely the same not. with yeah. how you should be perceived as, as a musician and as an artist. You should be yeah. that swanky place that people want to go into. Swanky! Than, 
rather than I guess in this case someone that's working their fucking brains to frazzle pleasing yeah. art labels to get on their their big playlist and to get placements on like lo-fi girl or fucking lo-fi jazz record or what are they called now lo-fi chill beat jeezy beats i don't know it's it's like you know yeah yeah that should you know that can be a part of it if you want to to work on making music for lo-fi girl if you want to make make music for these labels that have huge playlists that will guarantee like will get you like hundreds of millions of streams that's great Mm -hmm. but then don't shit yourself when that kind of get the rug gets pulled underneath you and you realize yeah, that those 20 yeah, yeah. followers that you've got aren't going to convert into those millions of streams <laughs> and this was something that Saturn was saying that he used to have like when he was promoting his playlist and stuff he had like 80k then he stopped doing all of that and it, it dipped and you know i just said to him like, okay that that just is the way that people consume playlists, they're not li- unless something really stands out to them, they're not going to stop and be like, "Oh, I need to know who that is, favorite it, and go back to them." We're exactly. we're well past yeah. that now with with music, um, especially oh, with the lo-fi scene. You know, that <laughs> the, the lucky ones like Evie, Jinsang, um, Swum, Beside You, that they they were the ones that did that. They they managed to get there first and make a name for yeah. themselves, and you know they yeah. become the sort of originators of this this sound i guess so we need to think about how how to to be more sort of you know out there so that people kind of think oh who who is that i like that sound Mm. that's different and i think that goes back to the conversation we were just having about how we're kind of now looking for those those things that are different those those um, sounds that are kind of you know standing out to us there was there was um a submission that we had uh the other the other day that we um we we, we did decline because the the overall sound unfortunately didn't really fit what we were looking for but it, okay. it had a tempo change and that that oh like, in my head that's cool like, that's really oh shit interesting yeah, yeah. For lo-fi to have a tempo change like that's that's not not really um that's like that's like that's like real music yeah exactly and then um (laughs) you know oh actually that was another thing but i'm not gonna mention that too much but um but stereo fox released their compilation of beat queens and um uh, is it is it nidia her track also had a tempo change so i was like oh shit this is something that's happening i'm here for it i like to hear you know the uniqueness of music being Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, lo-fi is just the same fucking beat over and over. So it'd be nice to turn it into more of a song than a beat. Yeah. Tempo yeah. changes. Um, create yeah. different. You know, think about yeah. it in, in a song perspective. You know, you've got your your first chorus, first bridge, yeah. chorus, yeah. chorus type thing. Like, we need to do more stuff like that to to be unique. Than it, that's not just the same like fucking four chords. I, I'm. To blame for that i do that as well i was joking with with Saturn the other day that i have like a chord progression a slow middle bit then the same yeah. chord progression but with a shaker <laughs> to make it sound a bit more like oh it's kicking off yeah, so. no, no, but I, I don't i don't i don't find that necessarily uh, wrong though like i remember when when i started making i wouldn't say beats but music yeah. you would have you know and with electronic music things have been like a little bit more complicated you would need like apart from the drum line and the bass line you would have to have 
at least in the genre that I was in, the progressive house stuff, low-key yeah. trance, you had to have melodies. So that shit had to, you know, mean something. And you couldn't use the same four bars over and over again. It, there had to be some sort of, that's why it's called chord progression. Like it has to yeah. go somewhere. Like sometimes it could be like four bars, but these four bars might actually stretch throughout the fight. It's, it's pretty weird. So, and then on top of that, you had to lay other shit that you had to pay attention to the keys not clashing, make sure that it, it you know, they're interweaved in a way. So you, you can have like two drops in a track or like there used to be like a big um, thing back in the day, like when the beat would drop, it would drop and the beat would become like a break beat. Yeah. Or it would be like a super chill section with where, where you could hear like different progressions on the chords that were not um, present in the rest of the song. It would only exist for to build up the tension, let's say, in, in the drop. So the buildup would be even more epic or whatnot. Of course, you know, you cannot really expect that from something that we call now instrumental or, or chill beats or, or lo-fi, like that the principle is that you get the sample and you sample and you chop it up and you fuck with it, basically. Yeah. I think that's the principle. I don't think I sound too uneducated on or whatever, uh, but I think that's the main principle. And of course, you know, the way this is went is, is definitely crazier, but I will definitely agree with you it's something that we've been talking about for fucking a year now yeah. that you just have to fucking you have to focus on your shit like try to ignore the, the noise about getting on the playlists and getting on the editorials and uh, riding a dick and getting the streams because oh my god there's all these people making all this money and i'm left out of it and i want to do this and i want to like I don't think we've we stressed it like we I don't know how 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 much we have stressed it out that it literally means nothing to have a million monthly listeners, a million and a half monthly listeners to be verified on fucking Instagram. Half of the lo-fi Instagram is fucking verified. Like it doesn't mean anything anymore. Like it's it's pointless like so you can i understand saturn's frustration as well and i think this is the frustration that a lot of these kids and i'm sorry i'm gonna call everybody kids because i'm fucking 42 so I'm, I'm you know at least 20 years average older than everybody so um it's it's we know that this i mean this is also like even part of the whole uh lo-fi perch that we've been discussing like patience at the end of the day uh the younger younger generations like our generation back in the day uh the patience level it keeps dropping and especially nowadays because at least we were or at least yeah you too because we're not that 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 far apart in in, in age like it's it's um I've witnessed the transition from no internet to internet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, no mobile phones to fucking Facebook. Uh, audio Galaxy to Netflix. You know, like waiting for, for uh, five hours to download a eight megabyte MP3 file yeah. <laughs> to fucking downloading, I don't know, a fucking movie within minutes yeah i'm still so, surprised to this day that i can download an entire album in like a second 
But I remember thinking, okay, this is going to take at least half an hour to get an album. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, Zip. yeah. Okay. So at the end of the day, what, like, the, the common denominator and all that shit is patience, perseverance, conviction. Like, maybe it sounds like big words or like buzzwords or whatever. And maybe if you put the. Uh, the proper uh, music behind what I say, you can make nice fucking, I don't know, Instagram reels and fucking TikToks about inspiration. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like, you just need to keep doing what you're doing. Maybe somebody was like, yeah, Paul, for you it's easy because it's like, blah, blah, which is like the usual thing. Everybody says that. Like if, if somebody who's like, has like, I don't know, success and talks about that stuff, everybody else is like, oh yeah, it's easy for you to say. Cause like, dude, I started, just like everybody else. I just, I didn't fucking drop from the moon and boom, there is Pueblo Vista, a million monthly listeners, editorial playlists. Like what the fuck, man? Like it took me a fucking good four years. Like the, the label or me as an artist yeah. are successful maybe the past two years. Like if you want to call it, you know, breaking the one million or this million or whatever, which for me, like now it seems like, as I said before, pointless because I'm not going to fucking celebrate that stuff because I get a track on an editorial and it reaches like a million streams. Yeah. I'm not going to make a plaque and send it out. <laughs> like, I was wondering when that was coming. Exactly. So, so it's like, if I have a, get a track that gets not playlisted or whatever, from, you know, from editorials and it reaches a million fucking streams, yes, I would consider that a success. But until that happens, no, it's just like crap. Um, it, it, it's, it's just, it's just, it's mind boggling. But uh, I will also touch on what you said before at that some point that I'm, I'm also really happy to see that there's a lot of people who uh, started listening to the shit that we talk about and they, follow suit and and they try to do stuff like we we talked about how to not be independent and what's and how to be independent yeah and i've seen like a lot of people actually and i i got enough messages as well like after that podcast there and said yeah i was um a bit stressed if i should put out like a track by myself and then i listened to what you guys said and I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. And I'm happy because I, you know, we affected somebody somewhere. So it's good that this is happening. And it's definitely like, I'm 100% with you uh, when you say that you're happy that you see people start talking about stuff and, and other labels. And you said that, you know, when, when labels fuck up and address them, like, what I would like to put there as a disclaimer is like, we're not endorsing uh, shit talking. Like in the sense yeah. of like going out there and say, oh, fuck this label because they're bitches, whatever. It's one thing to be angry about something and accuse people of this and that. And you can also be cautious and uh, courteous and, and, and professional about it. And I don't know, emotionless and just yeah. state some facts. But you should do it because at the end of the day, um, you know, you, you do it for other stuff in your life. When you go to a retail store and they jack up the prices or they fuck something up or whatever, you will talk about it. You will might even make a complaint 
consumers association or something like that the same principle can be applied here like you should talk about it because it's not just you that's affected it could be potentially somebody else who just comes out in the scene and they don't know what label they should address if if they want of course to release with a label and they would need to know like and and unless you talk about it I mean, I know there's also like the, 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 that group of people that say, fuck it, you know, I learned the hard way, so you should too. Sure, okay, <laughs> I get that. But uh, we're in the business of actually sharing information. Sometimes we even overshare. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, what was another, another thing that I wanted to touch is like one of the things that, uh, oh yeah, that, that um, we are the first lo-fi label that, what was it, like, the first lo-fi centric label like there yeah, are a thousand uh, fucking lo-fi labels yeah let's just let's just put things into a context like i'll start it off and then i'll pass it on to you because you were like uh, you were the source uh, so for me um uh and yeah so at some point you sent me last week uh, a <laughs> screenshot about a new label that showed up uh i know that previously uh this was tied up to the rest of your um uh journey in twitter a, a couple of days earlier than that about talking about labels and new labels popping up so yeah. you had you know i mean i know you have your daily run-ins oh, with yeah. that fucking cesspool of, of a platform <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah there's this new label you know that came up surprise surprise it's all about lo-fi um we even um there was like a comment uh, we, we even saw somebody uh announcing that he's like uh they, that they are like very proud to be their in-house oh, no, that, that's, this is different yeah yeah this is different but it, it ties up it's the same label yeah. so apparently this is becoming a thing now you know announcing uh, being like an in-house mixer a r producer manager whatever whatever you want to you know what, sure um so there was an announcement and then uh, you shared with me another story that uh and and you should tell the exact wording i think for that that i it just left me mind boggled how in the hell you just make a label now like you don't even have any releases like you probably signed with dashko definitely <laughs> um, and then you come up with like a should we call it like a, a slogan yeah. or like a virtue signal, low-key virtue signaling type thing? What was it exactly? Please, please remind the, uh, is please. It, uh, the, the, the world's first lo-fi centric. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah. What the, was it exactly? Oh, the wording. You know what? I'm going to have to, you make me open Discord now, it's fine. But it was, it was okay, the, okay, okay. Um, they said that they were the first lo-fi centric label uh, by artists for artists. Oh, no, let me try and find what they. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Discord as well, trying to uh, to scroll up on it. So. I found what they're called. Oh, there we go. There we go. I found it. Uh, so, the first ever lo-fi-centered record label by artists for artists, and the immediate like. The first thought that got into my head when you sent me that, I was like, okay, so that could be anybody. Like, I'm I'm an artist managing my label. Aaron is an artist managing his label. Um, Lo-fi centered, yeah, maybe I'm more lo-fi centered than Aaron, but 
how in the hell in 2022 and you come up with like let's say a motto or like a slogan like that like sure i get it you wanna um say something cool which you don't have to but you wanna you know i you wanna come up with some descriptive text about your thing but you can you can do better than that mate like to say something else I mean, I, you you have yeah. part of Lo-Fi in your name. As well. It's it's on the label name. Yeah. The part of Lo-Fi it's on the label name as well. So it's, I just find it a little bit. I don't necessarily I don't have an issue with like the artist for artist thing. Like that's just a no. A that's cliche, definitely cool. Like um, yeah. thing that we you know we all say. I'm pretty sure I've got that on on the Cuba Records website. The thing that just absolutely got my giggle dick was them saying that they were the first lo-fi centric art um, label, and <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that's just that's a fucking joke. That's a fucking pun. <laughs> that, that doesn't exist. Like, what? So like, fucking lo-fi girl isn't lo-fi. <laughs> but no, like the the thing that you mentioned on, on Twitter, um, someone decided like. It was again this conversation about people kind of calling out labels and you know the, the one yeah. thing the kind of the good thing about it was that people were saying that you need to ask questions when you're yes. approaching a label you need to ask questions to the label because at the end of the day you're taking something that you've created and you're handing yeah. it over to them to do what with what what are yeah. they doing um, yeah don't go in again this is just my um, my opinion don't go in being like what can you guarantee me exactly because that's not that's not a, yeah. a valid question but it, it should be yeah. um you know what's the process how do yeah. how are you going to market my music how are you going to promote my music how are you going to distribute my music how are you going to what are you going to do with it and what mm. do you hope to achieve what do you um, you know what do you intend to achieve? Never go yeah. and being like you need to guarantee me fifty thousand um, plays, streams. You need to do that. You need to guarantee yeah. this, or what can you promise? Because at the end yeah. of the day, something could happen. It could be the time of year that it releases. It could be the time yeah. of day that it you know the day it releases. Something as simple as that that could be completely out of everybody's control. Um, yeah. You know, uh, last. It, we, we've been a label for a year. We quickly learned that releasing things in December is a bit it is a bit rough. Yeah. Um, there yeah. Are, yeah. There's not necessarily a big interest for Lo-Fi in December. Plus, because of the the big holiday period, exactly. Curators aren't necessarily willing to, you know, sit at a computer Bother. and put yeah, yeah. listen to your music to put it on their plates. They they have families. They have lives. That, they have holidays too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. You know our approach now we've learned that so we're gonna avoid you know releasing anything at least later in december um and and also early january so you know asking questions is a good thing um but with that i also meant said that you know labels popping up everywhere is is an issue within itself um and you know I'll, i'll kind of repeat what i said to this person on twitter is my issue isn't necessarily well, it kind of is. Just the fact that labels are kind of springing up everywhere um, and giving shit experiences to people. Um, that's what I have problems with. Like, 
people are looking at the lo-fi scene kind of like it's an untapped pot of gold that they can mm -hmm. come in create a label release a yeah. couple of tracks and earn a shit ton of money from it but yeah and in a way um dashgo kind of facilitates that with their apple music playlist um mm. and you know they are one of the few distributors and you know credit where credit is due they don't necessarily yeah. have to put our music on their apple music playlist but they do nope. and their apple music well, playlist is, is is very very good it is it, it can get you a lot of streams mm -hmm. but this in itself has inadvertently has caused people to sit and think oh well i can do that i, I i've got you know, it doesn't even have to be Photoshop anymore. I've got um, a copy of GIMP. I can create uh, some artwork. I can download something yeah. from Unsplash or Pexels and stick a shit logo on it with some free font that I found on Dafont. Yeah. Then I can throw that out there. Um, it'll get on Dashgo's playlist. It'll get us a couple of hundred thousand, you know, well, yeah, like what? Average about a hundred thousand streams, the amount that they keep it on their playlist. And, and then dust their hands off, walk off onto the next thing. That's that's not a label. <laughs> you're essentially just a messenger. You're you're hanging it up, passing it over, walking away. You're a, you're a glorified fucking delivery service for a digital distributor. That's not what a label makes, and that's my issue. Is and, and I, I will say that like I'm sick of fucking labels just popping up out, out of nowhere with with fuck all experience and thinking that they can do it do what like that they can put some tracks out get a couple of you know thousand streams what are they doing to to further push their artists out what are they what are they doing to to create more of a you know how how are they taking that music and putting it in front of, of new ears that aren't just the same people that are listening to the same stuff are they actively trying to work with with dsps are they actively trying to work with their distributors to to get more exposure out of your music are they actively trying to work with the artist on an individual level to to further develop them as artists whether that's um helping them with mm. it's something as simple as just creating a pitch for spotify because one example of a paragraph for a pitch could be more than enough it's that saying isn't it you know you can take you can give a man a fish in a leap for a day but if you teach him how to fish it's the same thing like it's it, just something as simple as you creating a pitch for that artist handing it to them and, and letting them put that out into the world and read how it's constructed how yeah. it's put together and and how you've made it so will then allow them to then take that on their independent releases and pitch in a yeah. similar way especially if that that pitch results in a successful placement that's that's gold um or hooking them up with um you know curators that you're familiar with or hooking them up with with something that can put them out out into the world as an artist that isn't just a playlist whether that going as far as you know creating like a uh, a gig it, could, <laughs> yeah. it could be in your local area and it might not necessarily involve a ton of artists that that people know but you're creating an experience there that's going to further develop those artists 
and um, you know the first thing that comes to mind there is you know Echo World do something like that, uh, Brunch Collect they have started doing something like that as well, and putting on something important I think, um, and you know that kind of goes helps them get back to their roots of them being more of a collective than a label, um, and that I fucking round of applause for that. That's exactly what you should be doing as someone that is positioning themselves as a I guess leader in this because someone people are coming to you with their music and saying take this make it good or do something with it you know let's help yeah. me get it out into the world um and just kind of taking it and just throwing it into into the dash go bin and walking mm. away that's just not and that, that's kind of what really grinds my gears with this whole like just fucking labels appearing from nowhere mm. and like you can, you can say yeah. artists for artists or you know artist first artist centric like you know we want to further push our artists out there i'm only seeing very very small evidence of that from a very small let me let me let me just butt into exactly that that artist for artist thing that is mentioned from that specific label as a slogan right yeah if you are and i'm going to be very blunt with this i don't even give a fuck if you are that dumb to put out this fucking slogan and then fucking announce shit like oh i'm the in-house this and the in-house that and i'm doing the anr for this and for that for a label that has not yet proven itself doesn't even have a fucking release and you are the artist for the artist if you're that dumb dumb this is the dumb dumb that you're gonna project to the artists that come to you and i'm sorry i get that you might think that you're doing uh something great but i see that kind of shit and i'm like that's a different kind of smart right there yeah. <laughs> like, i'm sorry i'm sorry like it's this is the thing that i get there's uh, what on top of exactly what you said that triggers you like i mean you know that we agree 110 percent in the whole approach of labels when things happen is that that's the exact kind of shit that whether we like it or not, there's a stigma when it comes to lo-fi labels. There's a fucking stigma that, oh, you have a lo-fi label? Oh, yeah, yet another lo-fi label, yeah. just another lo-fi label, this lo-fi label, that lo-fi label. And you're like, yeah, I get it. But it's because of people like that coming up with this fucking uh, otherworldly announcements as if you dropped the fucking mega bomb of beats and it landed your fucking grammy award yeah. mate nobody gives a fucking fuck i get it that you have a label and i get it that you set it up but there's no need for announcements there's no need for big words you yeah. know like there's i'm pretty sure there's an expression in, in english but it's like a Greek expression about expectations is that when somebody promises you a lot of apples, yeah. better bring a small basket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking expect it. Like, chill. I know you want to hype shit up or whatever, but I would fucking wholeheartedly support and collaborate with a label that starts and doesn't try to make like a fucking splash you're not gonna make a fucking splash like because be 
because of that specific stigma and because of we're us being like 100% biased and there's nothing wrong with that uh, uh, not because we have labels but because of the record the history record the the the, the historical proof of that uh, the records of that is that nine out of ten times if you make a label and you mentioned that before you're basically doing it to get money and i'm pretty sure that i've identified that kind of a vibe in your um in the cesspool uh tweets yeah. <laughs> basically it was exactly that like oh what's wrong with making a label if you can make it that's exactly what's wrong if you're making a label to make money that's exactly what's wrong so you can just say uh uh the first lo-fi label to openly announce money for my pocket yeah <laughs> let's let's go man because it's if you're a label and uh, i might sound so fucking cliche talking about that because you you've talked about it so so many times too is that if there is one thing the job that i have to do is not land you in a fucking editorial is not fucking pay you a thousand euros or a thousand dollars in advance for your fucking music that you care so much and it took you a month to do it my job is to discover the talent cultivate the community of producers or my roster or whatever and try to find ways to put your music out there in to put your music out there that could be uh, YouTube mixes. I mean, we live in 2022, so there's only so much you can do. Uh, that could be YouTube mixes. Could be a fucking app. What I'm been trying to do for the fucking last five months. <laughs> I mean, I have an app, but I'm fucking to revamp it. Uh, find an app, which again, it's like, I'm not making money out of that. Like, I'm not, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually spending money to, to, to facilitate the music that comes from my roster that's the least that i can do yeah. um uh, another big plan that you know that i have that is tied with you know moving to a new house that my plan what i want to do and have like this sort of like next level live thingy but i'm not gonna say something anymore so because i don't want to jinx it and whatnot i don't want anybody stealing my ideas you know because nobody else is doing it <laughs> not <laughs> um you know that kind of shit. Yeah. so and, and this is what I have to do. And I'm more than open to uh, people asking me questions. And I'm doing like a little segue there to what you said earlier, like, which I find uh, very rightful to do so. Like if you're like, if, whether you're a new or an old artist and you're involved in the music scene, you should do a little bit of research. This is what I'm gonna add to what you're saying, that you should definitely ask questions. You should definitely ask the right questions and not like, oh, will this get me into an editorial? Because if you come to me, whether you have like 10 million monthly listeners or like two, I'm gonna tell you to get the fuck off my, my fucking DMs. <laughs> like straight up, like I will tell you to eat a dick. Like if you, and, and I had this a couple of times in the past and you know it, like, I would just said somebody in this that would start asking about uh, how much money for this and how it's like, dude, dude, like, who the fuck are you? Like, yeah. I'm not saying that you're not important or whatever, but if you come to me, like, I don't know you. And the first thing that comes out of your mouth is like, can you get us an editorial? How much money are we gonna, are you gonna pay for uh, artwork? And what about your, the promotion? Like, 
on top of asking the questions, you should do your fucking research. Like it's not if you're treating uh, a, any label like fuck it, like that great example we had I think uh, a couple of weeks ago when this guy forgot to put the oral emails into BCC and they, he put everything on CC. Yeah. So yeah, we had that. We were like CC'd, me and Aaron were CC'd like with another 50 labels with the guy. And he's uh, like, oh, check out my latest beats. Like, and it was like an email about adding him on a playlist. It wasn't even a release. Uh, oh yeah, I can check my beats and I think they fit your playlist, blah, blah. And then you see, you go on the CC and you see all these people that you kind of like know the other labels. And I was probably the one that got back to him and I just replied, I said, nope. This is what I wrote, nope. <laughs> and the guy responded to me and said, is this the way how a respected and well-established label responds to artists? And I'm like, no, man, that's the f way that a fucking label respond responds to a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. If you don't know how to fucking <laughs> approach, if you don't know, no, if you don't know how to fucking approach fucking playlisting, like not only that we have a very clear process both me, Aaron, and a bunch of other labels, how the whole fucking playlisting works with us. You are a fucking idiot. Like, I cannot stress this enough. You're an idiot if you add 50 labels in a BCC and then you try to like take the higher ground and fucking virtue signaling. Is this the way how a label responds? Yeah, go fuck yourself. That's how I respond. <laughs> this, is how a, this is how a fucking uh, mouse in a fucking cancer research lab will respond to you f with half a brain for fuck's sake yeah. so anyway yeah um, that, that, this is oh, this is a, kind of brings me on to what i wanted to talk about next which was um i guess just bring it back <laughs> idiots. Around to me. yeah no just <laughs> let's bring, talk about idiots <laughs> let's bring it back, back around to me not an idiot but um no like this this week uh, i decided yeah. well no it's actually last week so yeah. um I kind of trailed off the thing I was supposed to be doing and I decided yeah. to look at my, my playlist cheat sheet. Cheat sheet. And, um, and I was like, how can I make, you know, how can I improve this? And I was like, do you want to be a good idea? Let's go through every single fucking playlist and see when they were last wow. updated and add their date. The date that they oh, last shit. updated into the spreadsheet. So I, I went through, I think at this point it was over, it was a little over 200. I realised that it was quite—it um, was one of those really repetitive tasks that was quite easy to then do. You know, set up two yeah. windows and just kind of like copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like that—that was—I I did that. That was exciting. Sent that out mm -hmm. to the world. Everyone was really happy about it. Um, and because yeah. I did that, I then took the initiative for this this um, this week's release to. Mm -hmm. Whereas before I was going through mostly just like tone down and submission forms because I think DMing people and, and a lot of people can agree with me here that DMing people for playlist submissions is is a little it just feels a bit invasive it feels a bit like yeah oh go go away um, but so I was like okay so I've marked which ones are active so this might take yeah. the the um, the thing of this this is just trailing off so much from from what you know exactly what you're saying um and i was like okay so these ones accept dms so i went onto their uh 
profiles and I was like, let me just, you know, let me just double check. So I went on and said, yeah. okay, they've, they've set up a form now. So great, I can update the cheat sheet, whatever. One thing I found really fucking disappointing, which I tweeted out yesterday, yeah. was I think I had, there are about six playlists that I went through that used to accept yeah. either via DM or via um, like a submission form. Yeah. It had switched to submit her premium or coffee, coffee. for submission. <laughs> and I was like, how fucking disappointing. Because I looked at one of them and it only had 150 fucking followers. How, Jesus how Christ. You, and this goes back to in, people that. In your right mind, yeah. ask for fucking think, money. And yeah. thinking, oh, do you know what a good idea is? Fucking Fuckin'. my 150 follower playlist that maybe gets 10 plays a day, if that, a week. Um, and I'm going to charge $3 to be considered for it as well. This is the thing that pops oh, me up about coffee is it's you're paying to be considered for a playlist that might not necessarily get you anything in return now i'm not saying that paying for placement is is bad it is in spotify's yeah. eyes but there are I, I know for a fact that there are some playlists out there that accept submissions by coffee that are genuinely good playlists. yes they will yes. get you yes. a good number of streams and yeah. the, the the cost of doing so isn't that much in comparison to what you get in return <coughs> oh excuse me um mm. but it's those that accept coffee for piss small playlists or even premium submit hub um credit it's not even free for place for, to be considered for placement i just think so fucking stupid and that's such a shady ass cash grab that it should just be wiped off the face of the earth. Like, how are you sitting there with your 300 follower playlist thinking, yeah, $3 <laughs> to be considered for this? And maybe, maybe I'm not uh, even going to put you on it. It's like, just fuck uh, off. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's people it's... like that that really fucking make this scene look like shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, then, it's not going to stop. But yeah, good go for that. From... <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, to kind of follow up the tweet that I said, one thing, and I've, I've mentioned this a million times, and every single fucking podcast go on to yeah. isitagoodplaylist.com and check <laughs> the playlist before you pay any money they Fuck have updated the, the the website so it does give you a lot more information and the one thing you need to do is go to the listeners tab scroll all the way to the fucking bottom and have a look at the artist that has the lowest monthly listeners number and if that this playlist is number one on their discovered on that's most likely the amount of plays that you will get within the pattern within 28 days so yeah. if you put a playlist on is it a good playlist you look at their listeners and the bottom artist only has 150 monthly listeners and the playlist isn't on number one and they're discovered on you're only going to get 150 monthly plays if that from this playlist so don't put any fucking money on it and don't be fooled by followers. We know that we know the tone down. We know yeah, the daily playlists yeah. can yeah. let you inflate your fucking playlist numbers by tenfold. Um, do you know what? Let's let's keep keep the roast going because I know exactly one of them that I have been on that I paid to be on. I think I paid like yeah. fucking five dollars to be on this fucking playlist. <laughs> let's see how much we got. And I know that they're on daily playlist as well. Um, 
Fuck. Let's see if I can find it. Do, 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 do. Or maybe I just binned it off because it was so crap and I didn't want other people to go on it. Oh man, I can't find it. Uh, do, do, do. do you know what? If I find it, I'll probably put it somewhere. I know it's on daily playlists and it's got a really stupid name. No, I can't find it, damn it. But okay, in, in the context, this playlist I think has over like 50,000 followers. I paid 50,000. Like it has a okay. lot of followers. Okay. okay. And I was like, okay, this might be worth it. Um, so I paid, I think it was maybe between three and ten dollars um, to get on. Okay. And it gave me absolutely fuck all in return. Went oh, to three. I, I found it. I fucking found it. <laughs> I have found it. It's four dollars. <laughs> it is the super secret lo fi beats collective. <laughs> is this what it's called? Yes. This playlist is Mellow Wave. Mellow Wave dash lo fi hip hop dash super secret dash study beats dash chill beats oh, dash lo fi beats. It's by DJ Lonely. It has 12,540, so a little less than 50,000 songs. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, it's got 12K followers. I okay. When I was on it, it maybe got me 500 plays in a month. Yeah, not mad. How many? About 100, 200 tracks? How many tracks? Oh, it has 139. Well, technically, like, you didn't even make the money you paid in, because even if it's like, you know, you get a thousand, at least it's like after taxes, maybe, and cuts and distributors, maybe that's uh, two bucks, 1.8. No. But still, yeah. 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 And that kind of pissed me off. Also, the playlist by. Oh, oh fuck, what's his name? He's quite a. Well, I say he's quite popular. He's on a lot of the. I'm just fully airing my fucking <laughs> things now for these people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, no, I can't find it anymore, but yeah. Um, it begins with K, his name begins with yeah. K. Mm, no, I can't find it. Oh, wow. Actually, tell a lie. It was one. It was like 12 playlists that had, sw that had switched from um, like normal submissions to either Submit Hub or Coffee. So that's really disappointing. Okay. Definitely yeah, yeah, sounds like. <laughs> this Mellow Wave one, if I scroll to the bottom. So, I mean, for the most part, the, the, the lowest artist has 18 monthly listeners. He's been on the playlist for oh, 66 days. <laughs> the playlist is number one. On his oh and it has yeah. he has eighteen monthly listeners. You're paying three holy pounds. crap, man! You're paying four dollars, four dollars for I mean, eighteen plays. That's that that's just fucking that's just fucking lame as fuck. I, I don't know, man. This is like and this is why funny. you should always check before you pay for anything. Um, yeah, because definitely. If if there's a lesson so to be learned, that's it, boys and girls. Oh, but, um, 
you know, Damon from Tsunami Sounds raised a good point about how he was using coffee and that he uses it as an option aside his free submissions. And you can essentially pay a one-time thing of like $6 and you'll always get priority um, through the coffee inbox. So if you have a new track, you can just send it to him and he'll give you priority and um, give you like direct feedback. And do you know what? That's, that's actually how I think stuff like this should be used. If people want to pay to essentially have you speak to them directly and give you more direct yeah. feedback, as well yeah. as priority on submit, you know, he's not saying it's guaranteed. He's just saying, no. um, you know, he'll just look at it first. Yeah, that, yeah. That's exactly how I think uh, coffee and donations should be used. Um, and the same with like Submit Hub. In a way, that's kind of how yeah. that that's being used. But as we both know from Submit Hub's yeah. fucking rules, that you need to at least be, you know, you get rated negative if you approve more than like 10% of submissions, which I think if you're being penalized for that, that's just fucking shit. There, there could be like a chance. Like, yeah, I think this is like a double-edged sword because it's, it's, um, it's, it's a variant that you cannot really calculate in the sense of like, there is a chance, and it has happened to me many times. And I think I even like randomly texted you about it, that um, oh shit, I got 30 submissions on Submit Hub. Yeah. Disclaimer: I'm not on Submit Hub anymore. I haven't been submitted for like six months. <laughs> changed my life amazing <laughs> um uh i got like 35 submissions 30 of them are fucking dope like it's yeah. tracks that i generally fuck with and i would like to put them on on my playlist but because of this stupid clause like if you uh, approve yeah. more than 10 percent then they're like boo like that yeah. guy's a shitty one i think they should at least um move this a little bit higher maybe if you say if you approve more than 50 percent you should be shitty because there are some feline labels out there <laughs> that like they just approve everything just you know because yeah. because maybe maybe they cannot really come up with um i think that's the case because they don't really they cannot really come up with some sort of constructive feedback or a reason why they should just dump your shit because they're afraid they might get like a two stars or one star or boo hoo hoo as if anybody gives a fuck again um and they just you know accept everything all oh, great beats i'll add it boom that's it yeah and they they, they change up the, the playlist every every fucking month the thing is because i know I, some 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 labels even i know they've done like uh playlists that they specifically use uh they might have like a bigger playlist or bigger playlists and they would just use this one for submit hub that has like I don't know a fraction of the, the followers that they have on the other players, and they would just change it up every every fucking week. Again, we come again to your point. It's the same thing with fucking coffee. Like yeah. what the one the difference is like coffee is like four bucks. The other one is like starts with fifty cents, can go up to one fifty. Yeah. And then you like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna pay like a half like because at at that level not even 50 cents are worth your time to have your track placed on a playlist with 150 followers that's going to stay there for like one month and give you like seven streams yeah. <laughs> no, and you should you know to be fair to submit hub it's good that that they are holding curators accountable but at the same because mm. you know if you look at daily playlists as a as a comparison oh fucking um, hell yeah i mean 
I daily playlist is when I go through my submissions, I'll go through the forms that I accept first, like through Tone Den. Yeah. And then af after I've gone through all of those, I go into daily playlist. And for the most part, unless it really, really stands out to me, I just, I, I do end up yeah, just yeah. kind of, you know, just yeah. click and decline. Plus, it's the, the amount of shit you get through daily, play daily playlists of people that don't pay attention. They're just submitting ev anything to you. Oh. Um, Bro, yeah, that's that's it. They would just the they amount, will see the top playlist and they would just start submitting. That's what they the do. amount of trash EDM that I've had submitted through daily play daily playlists on my Wi Fi fucking playlist yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I was always kind of worried that oh okay, if I just don't if I barely listen and click decline, is that going to yeah. affect me? And you know, daily playlist isn't holding anyone accountable. You can just bin everything off, and that's something I've noticed a lot <laughs> exactly, yeah. from some submissions. Yeah, yeah. So. It's good that that's that what I do. Are, that, yeah, that daily playlists are holding your account. Uh, that submit hub is holding you accountable. But I do think that if that getting penalised for approving, you know, more yeah. than ten percent of your submissions. I mean, yeah. I, I get uh, worst case sixty submissions a week. Okay. So that that would mean I would only accept six of those tracks. Yeah. I wish I would get like only sixty submissions. Like I, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's, at some point it's just like so much. Like I think I get I get the emails from from playlists from daily playlists that says, You've got you know what, through. you have over eight hundred submissions like pending. Like, like <laughs> there's one this one feature that I I spoke to their support directly, and I said, could you guys at least consider having like a feature so you could see the submissions per playlist so I can go to yeah. that playlist and see what has been submitted and then instead of just seeing everything everywhere yeah because sometimes even like I would get submissions that that of course they will everybody was going to shoot for your uh, big playlist yeah. but then uh, I, I came there's been several times that I would that come that I came across a let's call it like an indie dance track that I liked but they would gun for the lo-fi chill, the chill beats playlist. You know, of yeah. course, he has like a 30 grand, 30,000 followers. But for me, this is more into the hidden gems, gems, yeah. hidden gems, oh my God. Hidden gems <laughs> playlist. <laughs> Uncle Jams. <laughs> In my Uncle Jams playlist. <laughs> so this is going to go there. Yeah. Because it's an Uncle Jams. And it's, it's also like a playlist that, for example, uh, uh, my wife is following too because she, she likes the stuff there because it's not like a lo-fi instrumental stuff there's like yeah. mainly like random shit yeah. so um yeah no, it has like it has a, about 3,000 followers like I have at some point tried to cultivate it and grow it a little bit yeah is it 3,000 or 1,500 let me just quickly see how, how can, well my uncle um, jumps you can't oh, do, choose which playlist dude Dude, oh, Anka Jams has 8,000 followers. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, folks. I, I have... What? Like, honest <laughs> to God, like, this is my honest reaction right here. Like, I haven't... I, I don't really keep... I, I don't keep up with this playlist at all. Like, because I don't... It's like, it's like... Um, it's not a throwaway playlist, but this is where I put the... Random... What? I'm, I'm having a look on uh, chart metric now to see if you've been buying. <laughs> oh, dude, you know, you know it. 
I, I, was, I was actually doing the same. <laughs> I've been targeted, Aaron. I've been targeted. Yeah. They target me. Let's see. Let's see how the bots go. Did my bots work today or not? For fuck's sake. You are the worst. I know, right? Oh, good. Let's go, Chartmetric. Fucking load the page. Search. Immediately. <laughs> it's crashed. No. Yeah, yeah, right? It's, it's, it takes a while. We're both Fuck we're looking at the same thing, so it's just crashed. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was that. But let yeah. me just try another another avenue. I will go on to other of my own. Anyway, yeah. but yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely like a thing. It's it's uh, yeah. It's what I would like to add, like to what ties to the whole playlist thing. Is like what you mentioned before about Dashco, and yeah, our servers are a bit tired right now, and I have yeah. a sleepy elephant in my screen. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Like get fucking proper <laughs> graphics and stop stealing shit from fucking Clip Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> fucking clip art shit, man. Like yeah, I've got the sleepy uh, elephant as well. Oh, fuck's sake. Anyway, so what I wanted to add is, is basically the the whole Dashco thing and the labels doing that. Like, it, it ties up with everything we've been talking about. Like, if if you go to a label, right, and the first thing when you talk about splits and stuff, they're like 50-50. Like, this is how I would do it. Yeah. Maybe somebody would listen to it. Maybe we should meet. Uh, I'll try to cut off this part so we can put it out there. So. If you're an aspiring artist, new or old, and you sign up with a lo-fi label, what you should do is the following. Uh, asking questions. It's really great. Make sure you ask the correct questions. First question. You can say, uh, if you ask about the splits, and they're like, oh, you know what? We're doing 50-50. Great. Your second question should be, who's your distributor? If and if they say Dashco, then you know that it's one of the the chances are that it's one of the labels that actually rely on Dashcross's playlist on Spotify and particularly on Apple Music and to touch on what you said about Apple Music before is that Dashco is a very fine curator on Apple Music that's why their releases or the, the stuff they put on their playlist get more organic streams than other playlists that are from you know third party or whatever yeah um so this will definitely give you like a, a red flag. And then what you can do, you don't have to like sign immediately and commit to something. You can ask other random stuff like what's the name of the guy who runs it? Is it you? What's your first name? Because I find it to this day so fucking stupid and idiotic getting emails or messages signed, blah, blah, blah lazy boy loops, blah, blah, blah lo-fi schnitzel blah 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 <laughs> but, like Lo this is <laughs> this is this is not this is not your name yeah. you have a fucking name like or i would get like submissions or something or like be a random thing and and i would immediately uh go to i don't know to spotify for example and check the credits of a song you know and so lo-fi schnitzel i check the credits it's Aaron Richardson. So I would reply to the email. I was like, hey, Aaron. And he's like, how do you know my name? And I was like, magic. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, shit yeah. like that. Like, this is, um, 
definitely, it'll definitely give you like a, a red flag and then you should like proceed from there and then you can do like literally a five minute research and if you go and look for this label and this label has maybe a presence on spotify and on instagram and nowhere else this should be a flag like i know it's a, it's a pain for a lot of people i know you hate it and you had like an apple music subscription and then you dropped it because fuck apple and whatever like i keep the only reason why i sub why i for example keep a subscription on apple is because it allows me to do playlists and i use this as the uh, labels playlist and heavily uh since i've been advertising heavily in the previous years i started having a lot of organic traction on those playlists and every time i get a follower on one of these playlists on apple music i will get a notification and sadly i see more than previously like ever since the whole um advertising shit went to shit last christmas um i see a lot of people actually shifting towards i get the analogy part if i would get let's say before christmas i would get for every one follower that i would get on apple music i would get let's say a hundred on spotify now it's like oh dogs yeah now it's like i would my spotify followers uh, are like down to maybe 15 to, to 25 per day and apple music i have like two to three followers daily like I get notifications that they would follow the playlist, they would follow me, the user, which is super great. Oh, I think so, someone's at the door. Okay, okay, yeah. I'll just start talking to myself like I did before. I'm having a big issue with my fucking, I don't know, either a bad hair day or like my hat. Maybe I'll just leave the hat off. Fuck it. Yeah. I already started like fucking losing hair. I have like gaps in here, like that I'm, I'm, I'm using my hair to cover it up. And I'm getting so fucking old. As soon as I go back home, I think one of these days I'll probably like uh, fly to Istanbul in Turkey and get some uh, some hair implants done. Because why not? I'm vain, I'm, I'm vain Hello. like that. Hello. I was uh, telling everybody how uh, I started losing hair and because of my vanity, I will fly to Istanbul and get like a hair transplant. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know, because I can. Yeah, fair enough. But, uh, what, what? So, um, yeah, no, enough with my rant on, on that aspect. But no, I think, um, cool. I, I do think it's definitely a, uh, a bit of a red flag when a, when a label is faceless i guess um and uh, this is something that i've definitely discovered with with some relatively big labels that have lots of playlists under lots of different curator accounts that have no real indication that you know they belong to that label to make them seem a little more organic and you know there is there is no real um I guess personality or person behind the thing. Um, you know, I've I've heard from people saying that, that this particular label is quite cloak and dagger, and it seems a bit weird. But you know. I, I just I just always found it like why the secrecy? Like especially when it comes to me taking a cut out of your earnings. Yeah. I, I find it like the least thing I can do. You should know how, my face. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. I, I, like or or my fucking name, like or something. Like it couldn't just be like uh, Lo-Fi Schnitzel Records. Like like what the fuck? Yeah. Like what the what the fuck is that? No, I think I it's know. well bizarre. It's very strange, but you know, if that's what how people want to run things, then go for it good for them you know you you do you at the end of the day you do you will do us uh you know i'll do my wife whatever Low fi schnitzel bitch i think I, I kicked off like a, a little chat about uh hair loss and shit in, uh, wow. in the chat that's great <laughs> i feel proud about myself <laughs> <laughs> thank thank you to my community for being so supportive of I will start a GoFundMe campaign to get some flights for Istanbul now because I'm so poor. Mine's mine's <laughs> mine's alright, you know. I mean I'm got, I'm going grey. No, dude, like mine's like mine's like it's going deep. It's going oh. deep. Thankfully though, I mean I need to be thankful because I have I know people uh from back in the day in school that you know I used to go to school with that is like that, you know, the shavy shavy started or they have like this huge like uh gap patch I like knew back someone here. that was doing the comb over when they were probably even like 18 oh for fuck comb over yeah. the comb over they had Jeez. it for just ah, from the back hair. to the front yeah front to back <laughs> no I the love the the sideways the sideways the sideways is the shit and when the wind blows it's like woo yeah. <laughs> holy yeah, like, shit he was probably well I think it was maybe like 1920 and he was just like Bold there, but had long hair and just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should be. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm good. Yeah. But yeah, it comes, it comes with the age and shit like that. I guess I'm, I've also like grayed out a lot. I see pictures of, of me like from like I don't know when I first got here, it, it, almost ten years ago. It's like there's a little black of a of a white patch. Like when when my beard started whiting out like anyway get turning white it started here like this was like the first patch so it was like everything was like dark brown and then it was like a white patch here i felt like fucking what is this this uh uh that girl superhero that has this white stripe of hair marvel x-men the one that uh, touches thing and and rogue yeah i felt like i was like the the rogue (laughs) but with the beard Anyway, um, so now it's like I just see myself like the fucking thing is spreading and whatever. And I see all pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's nice. That's nice. It's the stress of having to bring it It's the stress of a low file. The stress of having to fucking. You know, you know how many people I talk to. Like that's another thing as well. Like talking to people because 90 percent because i don't know what what conception misconception a lot of people have uh, i think mainly like it's the, the fact that i'm sitting in front of a computer that we are sitting in front of the computer listening to lo-fi beats all day long and accepting or or this or rejecting submissions or whatnot is that 90 percent i want to say 95 but also say 90 percent of what we do is people management human resources this is literally what we do like talking to people understanding getting the requests make sure everybody's happy um i don't know about you but me personally i also have like the 
what I like to call uh, sessions, like therapy sessions, which I don't mind. I like talking to people. Like they might feel down and they want to talk to you or they're freaking out. And, and it's not necessarily about music. I mean, most of the times it, it evolves around it, but then you do these little nice therapy sessions and you get deeper into the root of all evil and shit like that. And it's, I find it very, uh, very cool. Because at the end of the day, that's what it is, children. It's like building up relationships and connecting to people and crossing beams, nothing more. Not just, not like, um, if, if you can remember somebody who uh, wrote something similar about my music is about connecting and touching and stuff like that. Not, not that, that's fucking shit. But it's like literally, you know, getting to know one another and hanging out and whatnot like it's not just it's not anything about you know music like it's other shit like for example when it was when was it um it was like last year when deep shit's neighborhood got fried because some random neighbor where he lives like tried to jack fucking power from like a proper <laughs> power pole or some shit and they just sort circuited like the entire area whatever and his pc got fried and we all just got together in discord and everybody chipped in and the guy got like a brand new pc like you know shit like that yeah it's not about i don't know <laughs> no i'm not gonna say it <laughs> <laughs> i was talking about a specific picture of you know people hugging each other <laughs> I think I think I'm actually tearing up. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. And on that note, <laughs> on that note, indeed. Oh, 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 God. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was great. I think I think actually seeing the delayed video here from uh, the tab that I have opened on Chrome, I think I just found the the thumbnail. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh God! Anyway, good times, good times. I don't know. I, I think um, another subject that we haven't touched, but we're already in the two-hour mark, so we don't want people telling us we're doing like a Rogan-style podcast. You know, it's too hard for them to. Yeah, me too. Um, it's the whole. It has to do with um, lo-fi purge thing and that one specific German label that we all uh, learn to love and hate. Yeah, uh, but wait, we can keep wait. it for next week or the week after next. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not really a lot to it, but yeah, yeah. But you know, in case we don't have any material until week after next, which I'm pretty sure we will. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. I'm yeah. sure. Fucking hell, man. I know, man. Okay, so this has been Sunday Saturday coffee with Paul and Aaron. <laughs> Uh, nice of everybody to be here. A good, good fucking vibe. I saw a little bit dip on the people who were uh, joining in when we started when we started talking about all that fucking movies and stuff in the beginning. But yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's it. Uh, make sure you follow Aaron and me on the social medias. I'm not gonna follow you back. Aaron probably will if you're interesting enough. And you know, there's tea. 
Um, make sure you add him in your private chats. Chats. Yeah, do that. Lazy Boy Loops, Pablo Vista, signing up. DM me your favorite dog um, picture. Hit me up for that sweet, sweet mastery. Yeah. Hit hit him up on Lazy I'm Boy totally Loops AR Schnitzel Records itaddick.com. <laughs> I'm totally not just gonna run it through Ozone's mastering fucking assistant. <laughs> and call it a day. <laughs> uh it's been great. Um bye bye.